Welcome to Wine, Spirit, and Witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna, and we're your High Priestess for this evening. And we're recording on St. Patrick's Day. Yes, indeed, St. Patrick's Day. Even though I don't believe in the, the, the St. Patrick himself, I honor it because of my dad. My dad loved St. Patrick's Day. That was his big holiday. So he really liked it. So, the, you know, any drinking I'm doing tonight is dedicated to my dad. Oh, I love so, that. Yeah. What was your yeah. dad's name? His name is James. James? Jim. Mm -hmm. Jim? Well, I'm drinking a beer tonight. So cheers to Jim. Yes. And cheers to my dad. I know this was your favorite holiday. I know you know you're looking down on me. And this one's for you. Cheers to that. Mm. Yeah. I will cheers to Jim over St. Patrick any day because let's be real, he was an asshole. Who? St. Patrick. Oh, I thought you were talking about Jim. I was like, no. <laughs> no, my dad was not an asshole. Let's get that straight. <laughs> I've never met him, so it would be very hard for me to come no, to that assumption. That. Big teddy bear, big old teddy bear. Really big old teddy bear. That's all he was. He was one of I was the apple of his eye, you know, so... Yeah. You say that it's, with such a smug look on your face too. Yeah. Like not even like a cute look, like you're fucking smug. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was I was definitely the apple of his eye. There's no toys about that. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. That's very cool. Well, it's St. Patrick's Day. I I enjoy the festivities of St. Patrick's Day. Um because yeah. I like to cook. So I'll, you know, like I my tradition, I make corned beef and cabbage every year. This time I made it just I usually would put water in the slow cooker and everything when I did it. This time it's just oh. Guinness. So Ooh. it's corned beef and vegetables and cabbage, um, stewed in Guinness for all the carnivores. And yeah. then I have a vegan shepherd's pie. Nice, nice. And more importantly than St. Patrick's Day, it's my pug's birthday. Oh, the boo. The boo. Yeah, so it's, it's Puggery Dahmer's birthday. So, um, I was going to make him, I, I can't find the recipe, but I was going to make him this ground beef cake that I made him one year and it had like peanut butter frosting. Oh, wow. But instead I basically made him a dog friendly shepherd's pie. Okay. He liked so that. it's like just ground beef and egg with some like peas and carrots and different things in it. And then I made like mashed potatoes with like no butter. It's just like mashed with a little bit of milk. Um, and that's the frosting for it. And I'm going to decorate with cool. peas. Oh, he's going to love it. He's going to love it. He's going to eat it up. As if his badass needs any more. Like, I was looking at him like, he's got to have at least three chins now. So, <laughs> um, he's so fucking cute, though. But it's his birthday, so they're all going to party a little bit. Um, yeah. So, since it's St. Patrick's Day, um, I, I am drinking beer. It's not a green beer. And it's actually a Japanese beer. I'm drinking Sapporo tonight. Mm-hmm. I, I like Sapporo. It's really, um, it's dry. I like, I like dry beers. Okay. I am drinking, guess, St. Patrick's Day. I'm assuming it's going to be Bailey's, right, old Greg? That's correct. Ding, 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 ding. You are right. I'm drinking Bailey's. In honor of St. Patrick's Day and my dad. Absolutely. Love it. I already I, had a beer. I'd be proud of me. I already what? had a beer. So are you already sloshed? A little bit. I love it. All right. This is going to be a fun episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. Before we get started, I just thought this was really funny. So Ricky got um, a TENS unit and it just arrived in the mail today. They're so good. So good. 
he's used his bosses before like so she's the one that like showed it to him so i mean it's not like he's a complete novice in them but like he gets it out of the box and he puts it on me and i'm so excited and then i'm like why am i gonna be his like electrical guinea pig right now what's wrong with me and i was so scared how really oh no i've no. never used one before but it was pretty cool i i ended up Very really cool. enjoying it yeah. and then he put it on his shoulder on his arm and he has a tattoo and if any of you guys have read scary stories to tell in the dark then you've probably seen this face it's like this weird zombie looking woman oh and he has it on the tattoo on his arm so he put the tens unit like little patches over that and you could see like the muscle twitching on the tattoo's face <laughs> And it kind of looked like like there was like a person trapped in his skin trying to claw their way out. Oh my god! Terrifying yet really exciting. Yeah, that's really. I love those. They really help with pulled muscles and shit like that. Yeah. They're good. Well, They're good. I told you earlier. I pulled a muscle while brushing my my fucking hair today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. So yeah. you know, I have if, a groin muscle, and what? I wish I that it was from mad passionate sex but it wasn't it was from exercise <laughs> so well maybe it's just uh, an omen of your your wild and crazy future maybe Being optimistic we shall see <laughs> see so tonight we have a special episode for you guys on the magic of flowers yes flowers are used in magic all of the time and i love flowers period don't you I do. And I always try and keep fresh flowers in my house. Yeah, me too. I tried, but the last batch didn't last too long. I've got these beautiful little orange, small roses. And like three days later, they were all drooping. So I cut them down and I'm going to dry them now for my magic. There you go. Yeah. I, I'm so, I don't know what my, what, where my brain blockage was with that. Um, Ricky's pretty like sweet and gets me roses or different flowers. Like on a relatively regular basis and it would never fucking occur to me to dry them out and use them in my magic Duh. what's wrong with you what's Duh. wrong with you right what is wrong with you <laughs> okay so they're so the I, best time this the best ones to use the ones that you you nurture and you dry and stuff like that your energy goes into that so well i'm definitely starting to i have my birthday bouquet drying right now i'm pretty sure it's dried so i can go and take that and i'm going to uh -huh. use them in some of my baths um and i also have like a really beautiful lavender bush outside my front door and that's been blossoming and i've got all these lavender on that. Mm -hmm. oh yes 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 okay okay cool so i'll be yeah. harvesting that too good yeah definitely so. the best thing when you go harvesting and gathering on your own you know me guys i just want you to remember when monica says that she's harvesting and gathering she's not this whimsical like witch frolicking through a forest she's fucking <laughs> running around in the middle of the night taking <laughs> shit off people's lawns okay if they're hanging only if they're hanging and within arm's reach that's fair yeah i'm not that's gonna fair. go to any yard or anything like that I mean, at one point I had like this whole succulent garden at my old house and it was my stolen garden. Oh, it was wow. all yeah, from yeah. like cuttings that I had taken yeah, out of people's yards and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I, I like doing that. I think it's, it's great. I'm I've not above it. I've flowers and herbs like that. 
I just think that next time you and I go gathering together, we should um play that like Mission Impossible music for you. Yeah, we got to film it. We got to definitely film it for our audience. Absolutely. We need to have a stunt double come in and do some like rolls around someone's fucking driveway and stuff too. And like <laughs> do some tumbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to, we, we're, we're going to have Ricky follow us and film us. So yeah. I mean, Ricky's really gotten a pretty good break over this quarantine of not having to deal with too much of our shenanigans. Yeah, true. I true. mean, well, he did drive us to Washington and back, but that was like almost a year ago. So wow, I feel was like, already? come on. Uh -huh. Yeah, we went we in May. No fucking way. Yep. Really? Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Oh my God. What? So I think we need to plan some kind of like adventure to we go need, on and, you know, make Ricky really put in the Strega husband work here. We need to get on an adventure. I'm, I'm kind of jonesing right now. Yeah, things are opening up and let's, let's get good. Let's going on our next adventure. I like it. I like it. So, all right, Monica, Miss Flower Power, what you got for me? Okay, so we decided we're going to talk about three of our favorite flowers. And I am going to start off with my most, most favorite favoritest flower in the world which is lily of the valley and it is ruled by apollo and it's ruled by mercury and the air is its element um and it, it represents return of happiness it improves the memory it gives mental stability purity and peace connects connects the heart and the head promotes marriage longevity and please do not eat drink or add to bath or rub on skin because it is highly poisonous and it protects from ghosts and evil if grown in front of your house or in your yard oh i like that you need to get some of that lily of the bath but it doesn't grow here in california unfortunately well i will put some fucking dried ones or something because did i tell you that there was a ghost in the house last yesterday oh really oh fuck huh Finish yeah. your flower power and then remind now, me. That's I will it. tell you're you guys gonna, all. You're going to do okay. Well, I will say that I think Lily of the Valley smells so good. It is my favorite in the world. It is the most amazing smell. Mm -hmm. It amazing. really is. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful smell. Um, they make some really good fragrance oils too. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the fragrance oils are synthetic, which means you could wear that if you wanted to wear it as a perfume because it really is a really divine smell. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. I, every place I lived in New Jersey, I had to have some Lily of the Valley around me. And I did tell you that story about when I moved to the last house I lived in New Jersey. I went out to the garden center and I bought three little pips because that's what they're called, pips. And I planted them in the winter on this little patch of dirt behind my, my house. And in the spring, because it blooms around May, and in the spring around May, I went out to see if it was grown. I would keep checking to see if they came up. And then one day I went out and it was covered in Lily of the Valley because it was already there. Now, if that's not friggin' magical, I don't know what is. I so, love that. So it's one of your plant allies. Yeah, for sure. So which which one of which one do you have? Well, first let me tell you about this fucking ghost. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> get some Lily of the Valley rock in there. Right. Yeah, I think I need some because there's something in the house. I haven't had too many problems today. But um, yesterday was my day off, so I was trying to take a lazy day, so I was in bed, and I was reading this book that I'm really into, and, um, like, you know if someone stomps really hard on the floor, and, like, you can kind of feel it? Oh, yeah. That That's what I felt, and I was like, oh, okay, and I'm like, and then I realized, I'm like, wait, I'm home alone, like, both of the guys are at work, 
and you could hear footsteps like in my hallway oh fuck and so I was like fuck someone's here like someone's in my house but none of my dogs were reacting and usually you know they're my little security system so you know I just I just wrote it off I'm like all right whatever you know whatever and then um I had a, I had a reading and so I was sitting at my table and the way that my dining room table is is in the particular seat I was in I could see the couch in my living room and I have a little set of stairs for my little dog Mesmer to get up and down and it whenever she jumps on it, it kind of like scoots and makes this noise on the floor and I heard her stairs and I looked up and none of the dogs were in the living room nothing like moved her stairs to make the noise wow yeah so and it was just it was just like kind of a creepy jumpy kind of day yesterday mm. yeah, so maybe it's time wow. for some lily of the valley yeah i think so i think that's what you should invest in for sure I've been, I've been starting to watch a lot more like ghost stuff again and i feel like every time i do that you, you attract know, it yeah it opens me up and i attract it so i just have to be more diligent if i'm going to be watching these things or reading you know stories about paranormal things i need to be more diligent about warding my house mm-hmm. yeah yeah you're like doing an open invitation yeah yeah so i gotta just clean it so that just means i'll go get me some lily of the valley i'm sure i can at least find some dried something or other you can so well so i decided when i was trying to figure out which flowers to do i just looked around my front yard and i was like what three do i have growing so the first one we're going to talk about is lavender Uh uh-huh i have very popular very popular it is like no offense to lavender, but it's the basic bitch of witchcraft. Everyone and their mama is all about lavender right now. Lavender and amethyst. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's just so, and it's just such a popular one. So it's one that I wanted to talk about because, you know, when we think of lavender, we think of it for calming is generally what you would see, or at least up until recently. Now, I feel like people use lavender for everything. It's just, it's in everything. Yeah. But, it's because it's first off it smells really lovely I love the smell of it I'll even just take lavender buds and burn them on charcoal it smells great Mm. when it's really warm outside I will make lavender lemonade which is extra exciting when I use the lemons from my yard now that I have this lavender plant definitely going to use my own lavender too sure absolutely here was the funny thing is it's actually a masculine flower yeah, that crazy, huh? Because you would just think, I don't know, I just, it, to me, it felt very feminine, but it's masculine. It's also ruled by mercury, and it's um, an air element plant. Huh. Same like a lily the valley. Okay. So, so lavender is something, it does grow in a lot of places, and if you take care of it, it will get huge, and it's really beautiful. There's a bunch of different varieties. Um, the ones that I think we tend to see the most of is French or Spanish lavender. Yes. Mm-hmm. And again, it's very good for promoting that sense of calm and to help you like lure you to sleep. So if you have insomnia, if which also like since we're talking about sleep, it also protect like helps you like go to sleep, stay asleep. So if you get like bothered by spirits or asked the projection, sleep paralysis, things like that, you can definitely use lavender to help with those problems. Very good. Um, and the essential oil smells lovely. A lot of people use it as an aromatherapy for headaches. You can rub some on your temples and it's said to help with headaches. Good. It's also excellent for um, anxiety. Ah. So it's definitely got a lot of those soothing and calming elements to it, which is one of the reasons why I will actually say that I will use lavender in protection magic. 
Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. And the reason being isn't because that lavender is inherently protective itself, but think about it when you need to employ protection magic, something funky is going on in your life. What does that do that stresses you out or it makes you afraid? It makes you just kind of manic in some way, you know? And yes. so the reason why lavender is useful in protection magic or cleansing magic is because it calms you down. And there is protection in being calm because when you're riled up or you're scared or you're stressed out, you're leaving yourself open for a lot of attacks and a lot of different things. Right. Exactly. So adding that lavender into your magic to calm you down, what you're basically saying is I am calm, I am collected, I can handle this. Very good. Yes, indeed. So I really did kind of like to see, like, as much as I was kind of just making fun of lavender and calling it a basic bitch, I was kind of happy to see that it is used in more than just calming stuff and seeing it used in protection. I don't know why everyone else likes to use it in that, but that's the element of it that I like because mm -hmm. that I also use it in pur purity baths, like for purification or cleansing. Because again, it's the power of being calm is... It, not only does being calm and not being anxious or nervous or scared feel nice, but there's there's a really big power in that because it helps you stay grounded and collected. Uh -huh. And when Good. you're going to work any kind of magic, that's like one of the most important things is being grounded and collected in what you're doing. Right. It's pretty healing too because, you know, they put it in those things that you heat up and you put on your boo-boos. You know what I'm saying? Those little packs that they... They make like this. See, I have a little owl. Oh, kind of like like the heating pad thing that you can microwave. Can you see this? Yes. Yeah. It's that's, um. Yeah, it's that's, like one of those microwavable heating pads. Right, right, right. And it has lavender in it, amongst other things. But that's very healing. Yeah. I I love it. Yeah, that's a that's a really good one. Yes, it's used for. It's very much so healing. And I did have one other fun tidbit about. Well, before I get to my fun tidbit, because I'll save that one for last. Um. I did want to say that lavender makes excellent smudges. Oh, yes, it does. Yes, mm -hmm. it does. And so since we we're just like I was saying, it's it's um, not just calming. It's protective because it's calming and you can use it for purification. It makes a lovely smudge. Lavender grows abundantly. It's something you can easily grow in your yard, whether you buy the tiny plants or like, I think I got my plant at Costco, actually. And it was I know already what? pretty big. I grow friggin' lavender to save my life. Lavender and rosemary, I cannot grow. You know what? If I can't grow lavender, if it's small, but the one that I've killed so many tiny lavender plants, but yeah. I bought this big one at Costco. I think it was only like 15 bucks because the plant itself was already pretty well established. It's been yeah. fine, yeah. but you yeah, can, I... yeah, you can totally grow it. So it's, it's not endangered the way that we have to worry about white sage or Palo Santo. White sage is a big topic right now too, about being culturally like cultural appropriation as well, but lavender, you can definitely use it makes a really beautiful smudge. It's very gentle, but also very powerful. And you don't have to just use the purple buds. You can use the leaves because it's this mm -hmm. huge bush. So just cut the leaves down and tie it up. Make yourself a smudge stick. Hang it upside down. Let it dry. doesn't take too long. You know, lavender and rose, rose together is a very nice looking smudge stick. Mm -hmm. It's really, beautiful. really beautiful. Yeah, it's um, beautiful. So start doing that. If you guys have lavender in your area, um, you know, the Monica's golden rule. If it's hanging over the fence or it's an arm's distance, you know, if your neighbor's got it, like, <laughs> make yourself a little smudge. Go get, if you have a green thumb and you can grow it, absolutely. It's a really beautiful smell. And because the oil itself is so popular and the plant itself is so popular now, you can get the essential oil at like Whole Foods or just about anywhere. Yes. Yes. And then you also use lavender oil for some pets too, to calm them down. 
You want to be careful with that though, because it's not actually on cats. not yet, yeah, not on cats. Um, Cause it is dangerous to cats, which is yes, why like, is. I had somebody gift me this really beautiful um, oil diffuser Mm-hmm. And I don't use it because I never know with my cats and stuff like that. So, right. so just right. be very careful. But yes, it is. It's very healing that way. Um, I did have one fun tidbit. And this, when I was reading about this, I was like, oh, well, vanilla is the new lavender. Ah. And the reason why I say that is because I want to, I don't remember when this was. I don't, I, I want to say it was probably in like the nineties or maybe the eighties. They did this study on vanilla scent and that um, it made men like impressionable. Mm-hmm. And so exotic dancers started wearing it and they started, they were seeing that they were getting better tips. Oh, wow. Right? Interesting. Vanilla yeah. is the new lavender because back in the day, sex workers used to wear lavender perfume, A, as a way of kind of advertising, like that was just the signature scent of sex workers back in the day. So that's wow. how their, their customers would know, but they would also use it because it magically would attract more lovers to them. Oh, you cool. can use lavender buds um, in attracting love magic by wearing, um, well, in love magic to attract love uh, by wearing the perfume, or you can even make little sachets with the dried buds and put it in your closet or in your dresser drawers. Wow, very cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got my second flower ready. Let's, let's and my favorite flower is my lilacs. And it is ruled by water and air. And it's sacred to pan. So a very powerful little little plant. It alleviates depression and insecurities. It brings upon relaxation and guides you to a better love life. How do you like that? All right. Beauty and harmony, also some of the attributes of this. And you plant it around your home. Listen to this. Who would who would think this of lavender to drive away evil? Isn't that crazy? That's interesting. My life. Um it's um what was i gonna say it helps with divination and aiding in past life recall um and is also a fever reducer so i mean there's all different kinds of lilacs and uh, this is another one that really truly doesn't really grow here on the on the west coast it's it's definitely an east coast and i'm sure middle state plant but i mean there are some i have seen some randomly grow here and i get very excited um there used to be one in this alley in north hollywood that i would go and cut every year i would go but last year i went and it was gone i was so upset (laughs) because that's my lap and i mean they come in all different colors they come in the light purple the dark purple the magenta even pink or white lilacs and that's pretty the smell is amazing do you you like lilacs you like actually my grandmother managed to grow one in north hollywood actually she did yeah Mm -hmm. and it was there like my whole life yeah Yeah. so she had what it didn't it would it would flower but it never really smelled a lot it wasn't a plant that like it never really thrived it lived and it was there a really long time but it wasn't something i'd say that would thrive but i actually used one of the branches to make my first wand Oh, nice. Okay. Remember last year talking about going on our trip to Washington. When I we got there the next day, I realized right in front of that house was a lilac bush. And I freaked out because it was white, a white one. And I was like, oh, my God. I've never seen a pink one up close and personal, only in pictures. And I would love to have a pink lilac bush because I thought. Did you try and yank it up and steal it? I can't I remember. I, cut it. I, total, I totally cut it off. 
put it in a cup in the kitchen or my bedroom. I remember. Yeah. Um, I remember back East one time when I wasn't feeling good, I had a allergic reaction to the German chocolate cake and I looked like a monster. And my friend and my daughter went on this road called river road and they, they just grow wild in New Jersey. And they brought me back a big, friggin' branch it looked like a miniature tree and put it in my room so oh, that's special yeah it was it's a beautiful beautiful and the smell is amazing so that's my my take on lilac so and it's sacred to pan i like it yeah i like it what's well, your second one? my second one is roses okay um and I'm very excited. I, um, we, well, I, Ricky, Ricky actually picked them out. He got these two beautiful rose bushes and it says that they're supposed to have scent. And I'm very excited about that. Cause I don't know if you yeah. guys have noticed, but if you go like to like, you know, get a, a bouquet of roses, they don't smell anymore. I know because they're genetically messing with the rose. They're genetically mm. messing with the watermelons and they're genetically messing with the roses. They're genetically messing with a whole lot when we look at food and plants, but yeah, yeah they are. They're, they're genetically messing with roses so that they have bigger and like prettier blooms. I know, they don't but so smell. What the hell? I mean, I don't care for flowers that really don't smell, to be honest with you. I think that's the beauty of them, the fragrance as well. Yeah. I mean, some of them I like just for the way that they look, but I really like with roses, I want them to have a scent. So I'm very excited. We have full, four blossoms or four, four buds on one of the plants and one's like really starting to get there. So I'm very excited. I will let you know. What if colors it are they? We have a pink one that's called Bewitched Ooh, and nice. a red one that's called Mr. Lincoln. Okay. And we like did not name them ourselves. Like that was written on the side of the yeah. pots when we bought them from yeah. the store. No. Yeah, so I'm very excited for that. But roses, roses are a really interesting flowers. So you know, most commonly when we think of roses, we think of love, magic, and we think of the Venus associated with Venus or Aphrodite, right? Which is very much true. They're also ruled by the planet Venus, and they are a feminine flower, and they're um, a water element flower. Mm. Okay. Now. We think about them with love and stuff like that. Absolutely. They're even considered an aphrodisiac. Um, so there's a whole lot going on with that. But what else are they good for? They're also good for protection. They're good for mediumship and spirit communication. And they're also good for psychic work. Awesome. Like awesome. If you made like a rose tea with either the buds or the hips with some lavender in it, because lavender is also a good third eye herb. I mean, that's a really beautiful, like mellow floral um, psychic tea or incense right there. So it really does help with intuitive and psychic work. Um, a lot of times people will use it as a tea or something when they're about to do a seance. Uh -huh. And um, I've actually been to a handful of seances where randomly you will smell rose, rose. like float through the room. Yes, yes. It's yes. really interesting how that happens. And it, it's almost as if someone's wearing it and walking past you. So it's also because of that, it, it it's for spirit work because that is the sign that spirit is there. Right. Got it. Yep. Agree. Yep. So. You know, um, I, the beautiful roses are beautiful, but you know, which ones I really respect and I think are really beautiful. The old fashioned roses, they're like the single petal ones. <laughs> You know what you wanted to talking about? I, I know which one you're talking about because remember a second ago when I asked you if you tried to yank the lilac out of the ground and steal it? 
when we were in Washington, there was these old fashioned roses. I had never even heard of a Monica. We were walking the dogs and all of a sudden Monica goes, look, it's an old fashioned rose. And she starts trying to yank this motherfucker out of the ground. And she's yelling for the guys to help. And I was like, don't help her. Let her struggle. And we just, I love you, Monica, but we all very much so enjoyed that moment. <laughs> yeah, no one would help me because I would love to have taken that little <laughs> clippling back and a little root and rooted it. Yeah, because they're so beautiful. They're just so delicate and just perfect. You know, I just really like them. You know what? They really are. They they really are super pretty. And next time we go to Washington, I will have someone help you. Um, I and we'll take my spade. What are you kidding me? Yeah, we're gonna, but we'll bring like little pots or we'll get some soil and stuff and we'll start rooting them and stuff like that because they really are they're really beautiful you know um, what else are, the other form of roses that are really really cool the, the miniature roses i love them so much they're and for climbing. the life of me i can't fucking keep them alive oh god they're so beautiful they're so little beautiful beautiful mm -hmm. they trail you know they're like climbing oh man they're gorgeous i always get them at trader joe's and i'm always like this is the one this is the one that's gonna make it we're gonna be friends forever and then it's dead in a week yeah i am a miniature rose murderer but you know what i'm having luck with these big rose bushes maybe i need to just stick try with one the big more ones. time well, i'll <laughs> stick with the big ones I, I like the little the miniature bushes because they're really cute and they have so many cool colors yeah they are they come in many many different colors. roses come in many variety of colors you know? while we're speaking about roses colors you can also use roses according to their color so red and pink roses are well pink roses are for love Right. And red is for like passion, lust, and romance. Um, right. White is used for purity as well as for mourning and grieving. Okay. Purple is used for your third eye. So for spirit work and stuff like that. Orange is for happiness and yellow is for friendship. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's right. So you definitely use them like that. It's also said that a single rose kept in a vase on your altar will aid in any kind of love magic that you need help with. Mm. Um, if you put rose water on your temples, it's supposed to also help with headaches. So we got a lot of like similarities here with some of the properties of roses yes, and lavender. Yes, we do. Indeed. Yes. Rose water is also a really wonderful tincture, uh, not tincture, toner, in case anyone wants for your skin. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's, that's what I use. I don't buy any of the expensive stuff. I just use rose water and I spray it on my face. Um, in a garden... Roses are said to attract fairies, so it would actually be really cute, maybe, to get a miniature rose bush for your fairy garden. Mm -hmm. Be beautiful. It's also said that they grow best when stolen. Oh, there so, you go. There, yeah, there you go. So there's that. There's that. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on really quick. Well, first of all, did you know that they've actually found fossils of roses in Asia, North America, and Europe? Wow. Isn't that wow. cool? So they're very old school. Mm -hmm. old very, spirit. very old. Um, the branches themselves are make really wonderful wands when you get really thick ones. Be careful when you're, you know, working with them because of the thorns. I have had two wild rose bushes in my front yard. I still have one. The other one I recently took out and I apologized to it profusely the entire time because I felt so bad. But it just kind of went insane and took over half of my yard and house. So wow. it, we had to take it down. I lost the vote. I wanted to keep it, but you know, majority rules here. So we took it out, but I was the one that was doing it. I was apologizing to it the whole time. That motherfucker kept turning around and whacking me yeah, every which way I turned. One of those branches were coming, cutting up my hands, cutting up my legs, my face, like that bush 
beat the shit out of me. And by the end of it, I wasn't apologizing anymore. I was cussing it out. And I was like, <laughs> getting the fuck out of my yard. Yeah, it's um, funny because it's so beautiful if you can get past the thorns. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's so funny. But um, I did save some of the thicker pieces because I do think that they would make good wands. But let's talk about the thorns real quick because the flower petals themselves aren't the only part that's magical on that plant. Right. So when a plant has thorns, what are they there for? Protection. Exactly. So you can plant roses with that intention of having them protect and in a way that is kind of like incognito because you see all the pretty flowers and stuff like that. You're not thinking of the thorny energy underneath that will protect your house. You can also use them in your spell work um, to help combat jealousy, Uh protect your relationships, protect your love and protect your heart. Right, right. So you could even use that not just for protecting your relationships, but also, you know, if you're someone that's been hurt a lot in your past, like relationships and stuff, and you kind of want to try again, but you're really afraid of attracting the wrong people, you can add some of those rose thorns in there to protect your heart. Wow. I would just say be very specific with your intention when you're doing that because you don't want to protect your heart so much that instead you're just closing it off. Right. Um, And you also don't want to think on your past relationships in a really negative way when you're using the rose thorns because you want to try and come from a very grounded and virtuous place when you're using them. Um, But they can also be used as um, combat. I don't know if I already said this for return to senders. Oh, no, you didn't say that yet. Okay, they're really great for return to sender work as well. You can sprinkle them on like your return to sender candles, things like that. And then the other thing that you can use them for is to help pinpoint your desires when you're doing love magic. Just how like some people will use pins to concentrate the energy and pinpoint and stuff on like candles or or a pop. You can use thorns, the rose thorns for that. Not just for your love magic, because we have to remember Venus doesn't rule over just love. She rules over money. Money. So you can use these in your money magic too. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. You know what? Talking about thorns, this has nothing to do with roses or anything, but I was very surprised. And I just recently found this out in the last five years, I would say. Did you know that lemon trees have these huge ass thorns on them? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, I did know that. I've always had a lemon tree everywhere I've lived. Oh, see, now I haven't. Mm-hmm. I was shocked when I saw that. I was like, what the hell? What the hell? And I mean, I know it's for protection against people, not people, animals eating, I guess, the fruit or something, you know, protects their, the new new buds, the new fruit coming in. Mm-hmm. So the birds don't eat it all, I guess, you know? I was so shocked. I was oh, really shocked. And they're, Never that. they're fucking yeah. big thorns, too. And they are big ass thorns. Mm-hmm. But who would ever think? I never thought that. So crazy. I've been okay, stabbed by them many a times. Yes. What you got? So. This is a flower that I just recently discovered in the last five years as well. And these are the flowers that you see in the old pictures, the old paintings from the Victorian days. And these were these big, beautiful bud kind of flowers and they're called peonies. And they are just amazing and beautiful. I mean, they are just beautiful. And they're ruled by the sun and they're the fire element. And they are used for exorcisms, protections, blessings and luck happiness success confidence marriage it also helps with arthritis alleviates depression and asthma and represents beauty period because it is an amazing flower and then their smell is very subtle and beautiful but 
Do you know what they look like, Shauna? You know, peonies? Yeah. And you know what? It's something that I recently discovered in the past couple of years too. And yeah. you know what? I love them. They're so beautiful. Are so amazingly beautiful. I, you know, one year I was at a, a play or something and some lady was bringing a big bouquet to one of the the, the people that run the play and I just happened to glance over and I was like what the hell is that flower and I looked at it and I had I got that mental picture in my head and I came in and I did my research and I found it and it's very old flower it's a very old flower you know it's goes way back and it's not very common like these days you don't hear people talking about them too much but I love them I love them I think they're amazing and who would know that something so beautiful could be used for exorcisms and protection. It's kind of funny, right? Yeah. It's kind of yeah. funny how that works. Um, I think they're beautiful. And you know what? I love the artwork of them because you can look up like just the different illustrations or like yeah. they're featured in like really beautiful ornate wallpaper and stuff. And they're just like, yeah, just the drawings of them are awesome. Yeah. It's a very old flower. It goes way back when, way back when. Yeah. But I, I love, love them. They're expensive when you buy them at the store. Yeah. Very expensive. How yeah. long do they last? Have you ever like bought a bouquet of them? Yes, I have. Every year when they come out, I try to get them. And you know, if you get them when they're closed and they slowly open up into this big, beautiful bloom, they're amazing. And they come in all different colors, like light pink and a deeper pink and white. They're just beautiful. I just love them. I think I'm going to need to go try and find some. I, I don't know if they're in season right now. My favorite place to go get flowers is Trader Joe's. Yeah. I hardly ever go to Trader Joe's because for some reason, I, maybe it's just because it's like usually the stores are small and the parking lot suck, but I always get very anxious when I'm in there because I feel like yeah. everyone's always rushing. Yeah. But I do, yeah. I do love going there for the flowers. You know, over the time I see an empty building with a small parking lot, I always say, this would be a perfect spot for Trader Joe's because mm -hmm. it has the smallest parking lot. It's, it's like a weird requirement for the, that company. <laughs> it is. It's crazy. It's really crazy. Oh, my goodness. What's your final and last flower? My final? Well, I have a bonus flower, too. I have a bonus for you guys, too. So go ahead. You go. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So my final flower is snapdragons. Um, oh, yeah. Snapdragons come in all sorts of colors and they're really wonderful. I have some pale pink ones growing in my flower box outside right now. Thanks. And the cool thing about them is that when you let them dry, they'll dry up and they'll look like skulls. Yeah, that's so damn cool. Mm -hmm. And Love I that. forgot about that. And you know what? I just, I don't have it in me to cut these because they're finally growing. They're in my flower box, right? And my dickhead cats that never have once used a cat box because they always want to go outside have decided that my flower box is their new cat box. Ah, God. <laughs> and the snapdragons are the only thing that have survived the wrath of Sam and Dean Malchester. But, um, I want, I'm going to try and cut some of them, I think, and I want to try and dry them to see if I can get yeah. them to look like skulls, because they're really cool. Someone gave me some um, as a birthday present once. Wow. And I just, wow. I loved them, and you can see pictures of them, and it's just so cool how they look like skulls. And I think that that's awesome, because it really kind of correlates with their energy, because they are hardcore protection. Ah, there you go. They're hard, hardcore protection. You can carry the seeds with you to protect from being cursed or bewitched. Wow. Okay. So you can just keep those. Um, one time we actually did a coven working with those. I bought these little vials, these little glass vials, and we filled them up with seeds and everyone in our coven got them. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So, cause you can just wear them. So it helps keep witchcraft of any kind off of you. And you can also keep them on your person because they help prevent um, you for, from falling for lies or it being manipulated. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you can use the, the petals and the flowers themselves for all sorts of protection, you know, dry them, put them in candles, put them in mojo bags, whatever kind of working that you're doing. Cause they're fiercely protective. They're super anti-curse, anti-hex. You can use them for banishing spirits, though they're not specifically like said to be used in exorcisms that my research could find, but they're so fiercely protective that I can definitely see how they could help. Yeah, that's good. Well, do you notice there's a common thread that's running through all of our flowers today? Yeah, they're all really protective and they're like anti-ghost and everything else. So that's really interesting, right? It is. It's very interesting. Who would know that these are protective flowers you know they're so pretty and so like delicate looking yeah um speaking of of being delicate they're actually not feminine plants so they are masculine and they're ruled by mars and they're a fire element ah Um, nice couple cool little things that you can do first off you can take the seeds and put them in your wallet to help make sure that your money isn't cursed cool and the seeds are super super tiny they're like these little black grains of sand almost Oh, wow. So they're very inconspicuous and they grow in a lot of places, but even if they don't grow where you are, I'm sure you can find a seed packet and work with the seeds and the seeds are pretty badass. The other thing that you can do is you can get some like fresh or dried, preferably fresh if you can, and you put them on your altar with a mirror behind them and they work as a return to center to send back curses. Nice. Love Mm -hmm. that. Love that. So they're pretty nifty. Yeah, it's really cool. So you said you had a bonus too. Yeah, I just wanted to mention, you would be amazed at how many edible flowers there are that maybe you don't know about. But I have I have some that I'm going to just run down the list really quickly. I, I was pretty surprised at some of these that, that you can eat. And I would never think of, of it, seriously. But um, so let's, let's, let me run down the list and I'll let you know. So, did you know that you can eat apple blossoms? Hmm. Apple Never blossoms. Yep, apple blossoms are edible. Um, I know you know that you can eat live. I mean, lavender, lavender, right? Mm-hmm. You can also eat Arabian jasmine, and you use the flowers for syrups. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to see if you knew about any of these. They're good tea and tea too. Okay. And do you know that you can eat tuberous begonias? Really? Yep. Hmm. Uh, It has a lemon taste, a nice lemon taste. And you can use them in salads and teas as well. Some people use them in yogurts, fruits, or garden salads. Also, you can eat, wait, I know that this is pretty... Uh, common, but I don't want to say the ones that are common. Calendula. Yes, and Calendula is actually really healing. There's this book called The Herbal Alchemist Handbook. I can't remember who it's by. It's a really interesting book, and um, they talk about using Calendula to make like a, a tea to ward off sickness. Right. Calendula, you can use it as um, a vinegar, put it in vinegar mm-hmm. and oils. Um, or you can garnish salads or uh, rice dishes with it or soups. 
also the chamomile flower, flower you can eat. Mm -hmm. So, and you know, there's tea that's made out of chamomile. That's pretty common. Um, chrysanthemums, you can eat chrysanthemums. Isn't that interesting? That's really cool. I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. You can use the pet, the petals and salads, or tea, or or sprinkle them on clear soup. Um, elderberry flowers. That's one of my favorite trees mm -hmm. back east. Elderberry flowers. Um, oh, I've never seen one. Make sure you get the cultivated edible varieties. Uh, some of the red berried ones are poisonous, so you got to be careful. Mm. But um, what, what could you use these for? It can be added to jams and jellies. Um, English daisies are edible. Um, and you can use these on salads and soups or in steamed vegetables. You could also eat honeysuckle. Well, I think everybody kind of knows that one, right? Honeysuckle. Mm -hmm. um, and you infuse them and you make them with strawberries and make a sorbet or make a hot tea or garnish a salad. Lavender, of course, we spoke about that. So many things with lavender. Lavender ice cream, lavender cookies, all the good stuff with lavender. Roses are uh, edible. Lilacs are edible. Really? Yep. Um, I feel like we so, need to just kind of go and get all of these and make like this huge exorcism salad. Oh my God. It's, it's so I mean, amazing. consider that like everything that we write about is all about like protection and, and exercise. We should just make like a floral salad. I guess it could be for anything. But now every time I look at a dainty flower, I'm going to think that it's like a fucking fierce warrior. <laughs> yeah. Marigolds are also edible. Mm -hmm. Use them in deviled eggs or over broccoli or other vegetables. Really? Uh, yep. And huh. also nasturtiums, you know, those, those you can eat. I don't think I know um, what those are. There's a lot of different ones, and you can stuff them with like uh, cheese or um, guacamole, and well, you could pickle them. So nasturtiums are big. Also, um, okay, good. Where is my? I think I'm I really them. hungry now. That just made me so hungry. Yeah, I I know. Um, where's the one lavender? I don't, okay, let me see. Lilies. There's there's um. Day lilies are edible. Do you believe that? Day lilies. So okay. you could stuff those. Those are different the... from calla lilies, though, right? Yes, yes. Okay. And of course, roses. You can eat roses, and they're pretty bitter because I've had them in salads and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but the ones that you want to eat is um, I'm trying to find. I'll I'll get back to you with the kind of I think they're day lilies, but you can also eat sage. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Scented geraniums. You can eat scented geraniums and you could just like um, put them in your sugar canister to flavor sugar for, for your for your cookies or tea. Um, yeah. So do you ever have smells scented um, geranium? There's all different varieties of those. I've had I, I actually they were one of the things that I put in my uh, in my stolen succulent garden because they're actually a drought tolerant flower they root really easy i've never like they they had a smell themselves but i've never said can say that they were like fragrant but i do feel like i've had their flower petals in a salad or something before okay squash blossoms you can eat mm -hmm. you can use them you can you could stuff those with ricotta cheese 
Uh, you can put them in vinegars. Can you, can you say ricotta just like really angrily, like like a Walmart ricotta for me? Ricotta. Thank ricotta you. trees. <laughs> oh, Strawberry flowers you can eat. To sprinkle the, pe the petals over salad. That's pretty big. And of course, you know, violets. You can eat mm -hmm. violets. That's pretty common. I think everybody kind of knows that. Um, I think I passed over a few, but I think the one that I think you can eat also eat citrus flowers. If I'm not mistaken, let me see um, if I can find. Oh, daylilies. They're called daylilies. They are the ones that you can eat. Um, so they, the taste ranges from sweet floral to metallic. Make sure you taste them before using in a recipe, though. Um, and you could uh, stuff those with cheese well as well, too. So, um, and of course, there's some things like the, uh, uh, did I say chrysanthemums before? You can eat chrysanthemums. Yes. Okay. And um, I just wanted to find that, that uh, the one that says, like, where is it? I told you about chamomile. I told you about calendula. Uh, citrus, citrus flowers. It said something about citrus flowers. Begonias. Tuberous begonias, bee balm. Bee balm is another one you can eat. And of course, arugula, you know that, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, um, I love arugula. Are you serious? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So that's some of the edible flowers, just in case you didn't know, guys, that you can eat these flowers. But it's not what you think they're going to taste like. You know what I'm saying? You think right. they're going to taste sweet, but they're not. They're not, they're usually like, Mm. Oh, another one is tulips. You can eat tulips. Really? Yeah, you can stuff them with cheese too. Um, Monica, you're killing me, man. I am so hungry right now. And the thing is, I just <laughs> made all this Irish food, and all I want to eat is fucking flowers. <laughs> That's yeah, like I such a hyper Damn it. Okay, well, this is going to have to eventually happen. If that coven sister happens to be listening to this, because we like get together and we make dinner and hang out every Friday night. We have to make it a point to figure out how to have a fucking flower salad, girl. Like when you hear this, like we need to have a flower salad. It's very important. Oh my God. I, mean, <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. I mean, they're pretty bitter, believe it or not. You know, they're pretty damn bitter. I've tried them many times and they, I think they're pretty. And you can also eat uh, mustard flowers, you know, mustard flowers. But we all know that we eat mustard anyway. Um, and fennel flowers. We can eat fennel flowers. Dill flowers, um, cilantro flowers, of course, and citrus blossoms. Yes, lemon and oranges. You can you can eat these blossoms. I love the smell of orange and, and lemon blossoms. They're amazing. It's an amazing smell. You know what? They really are. My lemon tree is actually blossoming right now, and I've been resisting the urge to go pull some of the blossoms off and just go float them in water for the scent. Yes, yes. Yeah, they smell lovely. Yes. Well, speaking of edible flowers, my bonus plant is an edible flower, and it's one that you missed. Which one? The artichoke. Oh, yes. Did you know that the artichoke, like the part that we eat, is actually the flower? Yes, I did know that. Mm -hmm. I did know. It's just harvested before it blooms. If you were to let it go, like completely, it'll blossom and bloom outwards, and it has these really pretty, like purple petals inside. When you let it mature, really? pretty. They're really cool looking. If you go look them up, they're pretty, and they're kind of like spiky looking. It's really interesting. Wow. Um, 
And I thought about that because I was actually looking up all these Sicilian recipes for stuffed artichokes today. And so now I just, I have artichokes on the brain. So I wanted oh, to know. I like oh. artichokes. That's another vegetable I do like, by the way. You like artichokes? I love artichokes. Yeah. I that, love artichokes. That is really amazing because you don't like anything that's green. Yeah. Not too many things, but you know, now that I think about it, I do like artichokes. My mom used to make them Italian style with, with the breadcrumbs in it and the garlic. Mm -hmm. Ooh, so good. Yeah. That's yeah. Artichokes. artichokes are amazing. I actually grew them in my garden before and I was talking about doing it again. Um, I need to take a trip to the nursery and go see if they have them. I'm so excited now that spring's here because I can go get my vegetable garden started. Um, yeah. So depending on where you, where you look, some, some sources will suggest that artichokes are ruled by Venus because they can be considered an aphrodisiac. Um, other things will say that they're ruled by Mars because they have like the little spikes and they're very thorny. I think it's really interesting because Venus and Mars had this really big like affair and they were like very much so like hot and heavy and in love. So I think it's funny that it's ruled by one of those. Right, right. And once again, what has been our theme with all of these flowers for tonight? Protection. Mm -hmm. They're used for protection. They can be used for warding as well as exorcisms. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, imagine, because when I was a kid, we would have these big like artichoke dinners where like my family would just get like and just steam a ton of them. Yeah. And we would just sit there and like dip it in the butter and like, you know, pull it on our teeth. And I'm imagining just yeah. sitting down with like Reagan from The Exorcist and just having like an artichoke dinner with her now. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, I like, they're good. They are good. They're very good. Well, suppose that they're supposed to be in season right now, like from like November to March. So I actually want to go try and find some. Because there's a couple recipes I would like to try and make. Because I definitely have artichoke on the brain right now. Yeah, I, I like, like artichokes. They're good. That's good. So the cool thing is that artichokes, like when it comes to exorcisms, they're supposed to be super, super good at driving away demons. Oh, okay. And it also says that they're good for banishing bad moods, which I bet is because they're fucking delicious and you're hangry and bitchy and you eat it and then you feel better. Right, that, right. That's my logic. <laughs> That's great. That's great. also said that artichokes are supposed to help you with courage, especially in the face of adversity. Okay. Um, which I can see because they're a flower and like most people wouldn't think so. They're kind of like the ugly duckling of plants, right? Yeah. Um, they're also good for sympathetic magic um, because you can peel away the layers of it. And it talks about like how that is supposed to be peeling away the um, like layers to your heart and, and like the heart of the problem of whatever you're doing. I bet with that, since you can do it for layers and stuff, I bet you could use it um, for weight loss magic too. Uh -huh. That would be a good spell. And I just want to give this website that I've been looking at a shout out. It's called paganpages.org. Paganpages.org. It's been really helpful um, as I've been looking things up. I've just recently stumbled across this website and I'm definitely a big fan of it now because it has a lot of interesting um, information. Cool, very, very cool. So there you go, folks. There's some of our favorite flowers and the properties of them. And we'd like to hear your take on your favorite flowers. So send us a, a holler at our, our uh, Facebook or Instagram page. Let, let us know what your favorite flower is and how you use it in magic. Mm -hmm. um, I have some shout outs. Okay. It's really funny because I did this on our Saint episode that went out that we redid like 8 million times. Yes. And yep. I realized that this shout out didn't get put on it. Cause this was the first time that we recorded the episode. I'd done this. I wanted to give a shout out to our Patreoners. Um, 
you guys are amazing we thank you guys so much for all the support we love coming up with content for you guys um my favorite so far has still i need to go, go and try and see monica in person soon because there's nothing better than um teaching her dirty phrases and eating penis cakes with her and you guys gotta watch that that was hilarious <laughs> yeah but yeah. shout out to you guys we have carter autumn stephanie jillian luca jicks tony maureen soul onyx miss liz and dan danielle o'connor if i'm missing anyone i am so sorry i don't know where my patreon list is this is all off the top of my head um but thank you guys and thank you guys for always coming out um and supporting us listening to us we are so happy like when i've read things that we've like been helping people get through quarantine you know their commute to work and stuff like i just i love it and thank you guys so much all right well my shout out is to i was in the store the other day and i i definitely uh hand out our cards and i tell them to to tune into our podcast and as i was handing this person the card he said I already listened to your podcast. I was like, well, I'm going to have to give you a shout out. So I don't know if I'm even saying this right, but um, his name is Narek, Narex, N-A-R-E-T or N-A-R-E-T or N-A-R-E-X. So shout out to you. I told you I was going to shout you out and here it is for you. Thank you for being a faithful listener to our show. Appreciate it. Thank you. I do have one personal shout out that I want to I want to also give. And this is to on Facebook. Their name is Heaven Soul Edge. And they put up in the Wine Spirits and Witches Facebook group the other night um, that they are helping their fiance, them and their fiance are writing a book together. And they actually introduced the Green Man store, Wine Spirits and Witches, and me and Monica in their in their story. Um, shout out. It is super cool. I haven't been able to read the whole thing because I am right now finishing this really adorable series called Confessions of a Demon Hunting Soccer Mom. Oh, wow. Um, which has been a really cute read. So I have like 50 pages left. So I want to try and plow through that. And then I'm going to read their book. It's called Zombie Night, Night Spelled with a K. And you can find it if you go to wattpad.com, W-A-T-T-P-A-D wattpad.com the book is called zombie night night spelled k-n-i-g-h-t and the author's name on here says that it's Perido dragon wings all right and so shout out to you guys because that was such an honor and a compliment to be written into that and i can't lie i was impatient i had to sneak ahead and read the chapter 14 where me and monica come out and i have to say i am honored to be wearing a burlesque costume during the zombie apocalypse <laughs> and i really hope if there ever is a zombie apocalypse that that's what i'm wearing because i live through the coronavirus apocalypse and i promise you i was just wearing pajamas <laughs> well yes shout out for including us in your in your book i appreciate that so much yes thank you so much thank you guys for listening um enjoy the flower power um and if anybody like eats any like flower salads or any flower anything can you guys like put some pictures up in the facebook group because now i need some inspiration and now i just really want to just go eat a garden there you go <laughs> you go do that girl i will <laughs> on that note guys marry me marry part and, and marry me again